Alright, hey everybody, this is Ashley. And this is Aaron. <laughs> Aaron, look. Keep it going. Okay. <laughs> we get this out. Hey everybody, this is Ashley. And Hey guys, welcome back to another mini-sode of A Perspective. I'm Ashley. And I'm Aaron. And thank you guys for joining us another week. We appreciate it as always. Welcome! Yes, and we're so glad to be able to bring you a new mini-sode. But before we get started, I'm going to let Aaron tell you guys exactly what that is. A mini-sode is a smaller version of our full-length episode. We take one portion of our regular episode and we just spend a little time digging a little deeper into that piece. And that is a mini-sode. And that is a mini-sode. You know what? I'm, I'm going to say, you always be hyping me up about doing the little plugs, but you do that very well. Mm-hmm. Like, that's something that you have to do <laughs> every time we do a mini-sode. And you be, see, you're the guy. Yes, you on <laughs> I mean, it. You on it. You gave it to me and told me you weren't doing it anymore, so... <laughs> Did I? I don't remember, I don't remember that. It was. Yes. Oh, somebody tell us which one that was. You definitely said it. <laughs> Did I? Oh, Lord. I'm not surprised. I say so much stuff. Okay. Well, guys, this week we're going to end this little mini rehash of insecure episodes that we've been doing oh, because, yeah, man, they just had the season finale. I have only watched one time because I am now boycotting. <laughs> but we'll get there. We will get to why I'm so hurt, but whatever. So, yeah, that's what we're doing today. So, mini so focused, what we're watching, and, of course, it's Insecure. So, let's go ahead and jump into the season finale. Aaron? Insecure Season 4, Episode 10, Loki Lost. Season 4 finale. Molly takes Andrew to a work function, and they struggle to see eye to eye. Issa continues to search for happiness. The girls get a distressing call about a friend. Okay, so let's get it started. The show opens up this week. We see Issa crazy as it looks like a farmer's market. And who else but Lawrence? I'm sorry, I had to take a moment because, you know, I love I love her and Lawrence in these scenes. So Lawrence comes up and Issa's like, so? And we find out Lawrence is about to be a trolley nigga. Hey. He got the job in San Fran. And so Issa is excited for him and they have a moment where you can tell Lawrence is like, so what? pretty much what does this mean for us? And Issa tells him that she is willing to move and I'm like, yes, sis, go be with your trolley nigga. Like y'all get this popping. (laughs) Yes. I mean, listen, what Issa's doing, she can take elsewhere to right? Because she started it in, uh, I was about to call it (laughs) Iwood. She started in Inglewood doing her thing for uh, highlighting black businesses and restaurants and stuff of that nature in in their neighborhood. She can take that to San Francisco and, you know, do it there too, right? Like, I mean, there has to be a black community in San Francisco. And if there's not, maybe she can help build the black community. Look at Issa rooting for everybody black. Anyway, so where are we at? I was all for oh, okay. just just I'm not I'm gonna pick and choose where I decide to double down. Hopefully, hopefully, but I, I'm just gonna say I was all for her being excited about trying to make it a long distance relationship. I stopped right at the point that she decided to say start um, contemplating moving to San Francisco with him. Like that was just a little too much for me. But okay, why is that too much? It. I can't put into words right now. I can't put into... It just felt like, nah, yo. It just felt like, ah. I just kept saying, ah, when I was saying it. Like, nah, you're doing too much. You're doing too much. Don't don't get too ahead of yourself. Like, don't... Oh, my gosh. Oh, who hurt you? <laughs> no. Um, but dang. I don't know. I thought that was sweet. But, I mean, I, okay. I get it. Like, you think it's too soon. Maybe. Is that what it is? You think it's too soon? Maybe. I, like I also don't know the timeline for for how long they've been back in this, but it d- just doesn't. Fit. I was with it all the way up until she just said, and all the way up until that point. So I don't know. 
Okay. So you was cool with her taking like the 45 minute flight and, you know, going to visit him and all that stuff. Oh, yeah. I was. She said she was moving. Like, yes. Yeah. Yes. I think those yeah, things make sense. I think the thought about like moving together, but maybe she's just thinking, I don't know, whatever. I just was not for that piece of the conversation happening at that moment. <laughs> nah, I got you. Okay. Well, we see them have this conversation and then they walk off all happy like as they are. And then we go to Molly and. Andrew and it looks like they're at a work function of Molly's and they are playing a game trying to figure out you know for the longest time I didn't know who he was trying to figure out who it was and then when they got the Torian I got so weak I was like you know what I'm not gonna play with them but anyway so BJ walks up I think BJ is that his name the guy I don't know the guy Molly works oh with. yeah yeah he I think it's BJ but he walks up and he mentions that they're going somewhere after the work function and you know see y'all there and Molly's like like, okay. And Andrew's like, nah. And, you know, they kind of look at each other. You see them take a moment. And then BJ is like, okay, well, maybe I'll see y'all there, whatever. And he walks away. And so Molly kind of, like, persuades Andrew into going to the little after work thing that, that BJ was talking about. Mm-hmm. In that moment, in that moment, I kind of knew where this where things are going to end between Molly and Andrew at the end of this episode. And I think we've been seeing it for a couple episodes now. Um, especially last week with the whole brother thing, but we didn't get to see that played out. But when you saw Andrew's, I mean, when I saw Andrew's face at the party, it just looked like he was over it. So, okay. So we see Molly convinced, seemingly convinced Andrew to go to the after party. And then the scene jumps and we see Issa going into Nansford's, AKA Nathan, (laughs) Nathan's, barber shop. Nathan introduces Issa to everybody and she speaks and nobody speaks back and she's almost like, oh, they tired. I was weak. Issa is hilarious, her and her awkwardness. So they get to the back room, the space that, you know, as in last episode, we saw Nathan offered some space to Issa for her business. And so we see her back there and she's checking it out. It looks good because she's trying to have this uh, new event coming up. I can't remember what, what she's focusing on that time, but I know it's something to do with black people. Way to go. Anyway, <laughs> or the black community. So they're back there talking and Nathan, we see, that, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. Nathan kind of got me in this moment, but we saw a very sweet moment where Nathan, you know, apologized to Issa for how he was coming at her about her ex. And Issa, and I, this scene um, stood out to me. Because Issa did something that I feel like you and I kind of talk about all the time and we've had multiple conversations about. But she said to him, like, you know, I'm trying to be a really good friend to you, but I am back with Lawrence. And if that's too much for you, then, you know, basically, then this doesn't have to happen. And I appreciated her honesty. And I saw that because I feel like I've been on Nathan's side. So while it is like very honest and trying to save his time, it's also like I felt I felt a little bad for Nathan for once. Like I never really feel bad <laughs> for him. But <laughs> that right there made me feel like a little like damn that got a sting because somebody that you like, you know, is telling you like I want to be your friend, but I am in this relationship and if you can't handle that then we just don't need to be friends and that sucks. But I mean, it's reality, it happens. You gotta handle it. Uh, so I appreciate see- oh. their scenes every time. Every time they're on screen together, I appreciate it so much. You say you feel bad for Nathan. I didn't even. I just felt a little like a little like it was like a sting, man. It was just like a ah, damn. I felt like Issa was honest in what she was saying to him, oh, and yeah, I definitely. appreciated that so much because. I have seen, been a part of conversations where people are telling me the story of where they say things like that, but they don't really mean it. They really want them in their life mm. in a romantic way, more than just a friend, but they're caught up in a situation that, 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 that won't allow that to be as such. And so rather than let it go, rather than accept that it can't be and try to be friends, they just create this narrative really as just an opportunity to keep that person in their life, almost like they're mm. just holding on just in case. And so to me seeing that scene between them one i just already liked them two together right like we already know that but it just felt like Issa was being honest about it no she wasn't just trying to have him in her life but she felt like like they were a good fit as friends right they had built something in this short amount of time that uh, that allowed their relationship to continue in a friendly way and so i i don't know i i was like ah, oh, i just appreciate it. I, that's what i was caught up in in that moment along with like yeah. respecting the fact that nathan was being honest with her and that he even 
was able to express that he was feeling her and it sort of caught him off guard and that's why he was you know that's why he sort of was the appropriate I found word. it interesting that you, you were so happy about this week's Issa uh, versus she basically did the same thing the last week she was still honest last week when she told him about her and uh, Lawrence she was still honest, forthcoming nah. with the information. It was just a little bit more awkward because she didn't know exactly how to say it. But I still saw the same Issa last week, this week as I saw last week. Last week and felt like, like last week felt like 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 I don't know something about last week felt off, and this week just felt more genuine, felt more like it was happening at the right moment. Last week felt more. Forced, is it because Nathan initiated more, it versus Issa? Well, I don't know what it is, but the, the but the different setup, the different situation, the different moment made like last week felt more forced. It felt more awkward. It felt like it felt like Issa was just trying to fit it in wherever she could instead of being more aware of the moment and the, and the space. And this week just felt like, it just felt like it all flowed together well. That made me just appreciate that conversation in that moment. I don't know. I can't, I'll think mm-hmm. about it. Well, you do that. Okay, so, <laughs> so yeah, so like I said, Issa and Nathan have this great moment. They are now, I guess, going to move forward with their friendship. So we'll see how that goes. All right, so the scene jumps and then we see... Molly and Andrew coming back to her apartment, right? That's, yeah, we see Molly and Andrew coming back to her apartment. And after the second work function, I guess, that Andrew escorted Molly to. And Andrew's coming in the house. He's tired. And you can tell by the way he walked through the door. He looked like he was over it. Andrew is not with the shits uh, on this episode. So he gets to the couch and he's getting ready. Like, he wants to fi- watch Finding LaToya and Molly says that she's tired and just wants to lay down, but doesn't want uh, Andrew to watch it without her. All right, I'm going to pause here because I so, <laughs> I am so one of them people and I hate that I am. I don't feel, don't judge me. I don't care. I don't care. But like when it's something that me and Robin, like I'm, that we discuss wanting to see together, like I don't want her to watch it without me. Like that's supposed to be like our time. Like. We're watching TV together. Like, no, you can't go ahead of me because then you're going to know what's going on and I don't know what's going on and that's dumb. Like, why would we watch it together when you already seen it? <sighs> Is that selfish? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Have you ever been in one of those situations? Nah, nah, nah. Oh, okay. Nah. I mean, I probably have... Yeah, I mean, whatever. I have been in moments where I have decided to wait to watch something with someone else, yes. Oh, okay. Well, all right. So <laughs> after Molly says this, Nathan, I mean, Nathan, Lord, Andrew is pretty much upset. Like he, you can see him being upset. You, I can't remember what he said to Molly, but they pretty much end up in an argument about Molly never compromising pretty much um, and always wanting her way, but never giving the same support. He mentions like the party. He said it had it have, if had it have been a work function for him and he wanted her to go, she would have had an issue or he would have had to battle that versus when she wanted him there for support. He was right there. He like didn't, didn't really give her any pushback, which we can kind of say too, though, when I think about it, Nathan has played a part in that, in that of Molly, you know, because Instead of him, like, giving pushback as we've seen that he should have done maybe over a few episodes that we've seen, you know, where he kind of just let Molly be Molly, he stayed quiet. And now, like, it kind of built up with him. And this is, like, the point of exploding, pretty much. Like, the point of no return. So... He said to her, um, well, yeah, when she's like, you better not watch it without me. He was like, yeah, of course we'll do it on your terms. And I just, there we go. And, and you're right though. But when, so when you're already frustrated, it wasn't just the waiting to watch the Toya thing to which whatever that's, I just have a whatever comment to that. It's like mm. when you're already frustrated, everything is a trigger. So of yes, course, sir. of course her not wanting him to watch it without her made him like, he was just itching for, I think he, at that moment he was like itching for a way to just, you know, be nice, nasty, be passive aggressive. Like, yeah, everything was building up. Everything had built up to that. To that point yeah yeah and he was over it and we could tell so they get into an argument and she's telling him what did she say to him about letting go because i just remember molly saying i let shit go all the time sorry guys I, like i said i only watched this episode once normally i remember conversations and more stuff but i just could not get i i have not brought myself to watch it again even when i tried 
I ended up stopping it halfway. But anyway, we'll get there. So they're in the, as Nathan, Nathan, damn, he must be talking about me. As Andrew <laughs> and Molly <laughs> are going back and forth, Molly's phone rings and it's Kelly. Molly sends her the voicemail and Kelly calls right back and Molly picks up. And then we see the scene jump where Molly is entering Tiffany and Derek's house. Issa is already there. Kelly is there. Derek is there on the phone going off to somebody and being placed on hold and molly asked when is the last time they seen her she's talking to Issa, and Issa's like she doesn't know derek's on the phone with someone right now and then who do you think those people are like simone and the mom is that tiffany's parents and sister i mean is that tiffany's mom and sister or is that derek's mom and sister? <laughs> i thought it was tiffany's that's who i thought i, I dreamed of catfish last night like what what <laughs> <laughs> I wrote that down too. Like last night, I dreamed of catfish. Like, huh? Oh God! No, Gloria. I, so I don't mean. know what that means. I don't. Kelly, man. So, is what we come to learn is that Tiffany is missing. Uh, she left. Didn't she tell Derek she was going to a hotel or something? No, she just told Did Derek. She, tell she, him she was going to. She just she told, told Derek him. that she would be back the next day. I think that she just needed some. There space we go. She yes, she needed day. some space. Okay, and he has not heard from her since. So Derek is um, still on the phone with the movie theater when he is pretty much tired of being on hold and he decides that he's just going to go down there himself. Kelly says she's going too because she's not sitting at home with Gloria. <laughs> Whose mama is Gloria? I really need to find out who mama Gloria, Gloria is. Gloria told her how she's going to die and it's on. <laughs> it's on. What does that even mean? On brand? Yes. What is on brand, Kelly? What does that mean? And it's on brand. Okay, whatever. <laughs> so then uh, Issa and Molly kind of give each other like a... I don't... Well, I don't even know if they looked at each other, but they both kind of had to look like, well, I ain't staying here either. So they both decide that they're going along as well. And so the four of them go on this <laughs> adventure to try to find Tiffany. So they start at the movie theater. They're looking around. And Kelly notices... No, yes. Kelly notices the bar Issa and Molly are standing there together, and Molly, uh, no, Issa says, where are we going to start? Sorry. Issa says, where are we going to start looking? And Molly says, well, you take upstairs, and I take downstairs. And Issa gave Molly this look like, okay, cool. And she said, yeah, okay. Did you? I didn't understand why Issa was in her feelings about that. Like, I didn't. What? One guess. Kelly saw Prentice over there and went to go, like, this nigga pops up yeah shout out to princess and, yes. and the show's like in the last season he was in the coffin right and um Kevon show he was in the coffin at the funeral and this time he plays a security guard uh oh so, my god i never noticed that <laughs> yes that was him that hopped out the uh the the coffin dead and ran around or where he was alive and he was running around i think it was bill what? bellamy that was chasing him oh okay 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 so this time yeah. he plays a security guard yeah so he went to go do that and she went to go talk to him. And then I, you know, okay. I think even though Issa, we had saw the dramatic ending of last episode. We, we, we know that Issa, you know, is over it at this point or, or over it kind of like, uh, uh, over it. And I think for her, that moment where she was trying to do something with Molly and Molly was like, nah, let's do it separately. I think that was just like another moment where Issa was like, damn, it's over. But or Issa, like, damn, why would I you want to do anything with her? Like, she just told you that maybe y'all, you know, not whatever y'all's relationship is not in the same place or whatever. She, who she is now is not matching up with who Molly is or who Issa is now. So Issa, why do you want to do anything with her? Like you wouldn't even have because she loves her. She still me. cares about her. Just because Molly well, feels that way towards her doesn't mean that Issa has to feel a. a Issa has to change her feelings. Issa still cares. She doesn't have to change her feelings, but she doesn't have to keep playing herself either, trying to put yourself out there. Like, you had already tried last episode to put yourself out there and and be there for Molly, and she still did you, it like, was a light. dirty. It was a light. It was light. She, she put herself... It was a light out there. It wasn't like she... It was just all out there. It was just the light. I think it was just enough for her to just just to see. Because you also have to recognize, like, they're in a moment where they're looking for their friend. Everyone's feelings and emotions are high. And so Issa's like, you know, let me just... She just It was just nah, a little so. opening that, damn, damn. Yeah. And Molly wasn't even thinking. But, but also, I don't even think Molly was thinking about it in that way, in the way that Issa was. So Molly was just responding, right, given I where mean, they clearly. are. And Issa yeah. was trying to, you know... Uh, anyway. It was a little sad to me. Oh, I was sad. 
I won't say it. I was mad at Issa. Like, girl, what the fuck? Can you ask? You shouldn't even ask her. Anyway, (laughs) so Kelly is in the, so Kelly finds the bar or Kelly sees the bar. They go over there and they realize that Tiffany has been at the bar because of the margaritas or something. And then they find a route that maybe. Oh, okay. They, they, They went and saw the margaritas. They went, they saw the margaritas. They went to the bar and it was in that moment that, that Molly was like, oh yeah, the last time we had margaritas like that, or last time, you know, Kelly had margaritas or something like that, it was on Wico de Mayo, whatever that was, Tiffany, Wico de Mayo. Yes, yes, And so yes. then it was in the, when they were trying to figure out, okay, Wico de Mayo, well, that must have been, and, and Issa took them to, Molly wanted to go to Mexico for her birthday, but she got stuck in a case, so then they spent the whole week going to these different Mexican restaurants, which really just went, they just went to the same, they went to a different, the same restaurant, just at different locations. And so now they were trying to figure out, like, where could she be? Because the lift was, what, $6 and some change? And, of course, Issa's yes. lift driving ass. And I, and I love that, yes. And then I also love them going, I mean, them going off on Derek, not going off, but, like, dude, you could have been saying something about the lift. Like, why you need to say something? He was like, it just shows the charge. Like, it don't show, like, where she went. So, yeah, so then they, uh, Issa figures out where Molly could have went. Not Molly. Where Tiffany could have went. They go to the next restaurant and they pretty much bullied the worker into showing them the security cameras. That wait, part wait, I just wanted to point out week. before you move on to that. So when mm-hmm. they were trying to figure it out and they realized the restaurant that it was and the location, Issa made a comment that was like, you made me order five. You made me order five. She was talking to Molly and she said, you made me order five quesadillas for the table, even though you were the table. Do you remember that scene? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What was going on in that scene? I couldn't quite figure out what that was. What was happening i think just like maybe like a reminiscent moment maybe that's i mean that's what i took from it okay their face sort of was like i don't know it just maybe that's what it was i just i couldn't figure out the significance of what that was but okay huh i'll have to look at that again because i didn't think yeah but okay so they go to the next restaurant and like I said, they pretty much forced the worker to show them the security cameras so they can see if Tiffany's been there. And they do. Kelly spots Tiffany on the camera and they see Tiffany getting on the bus, <laughs> which is like, what? Tiffany, what are you doing? Where are you going? I mean, Lord have mercy. Lord, so that, they all go- probably like getting on the oh. HRT or something. Right. <sighs> oh, Metro bus. So <laughs> they go and get on this bus and they the. They go and get on the bus and Derek has this just now I don't want to say heartbreaking, but just a really emotional raw moment where he's pretty much saying like I knew I knew she wasn't doing OK and I didn't do enough. You know, he's beating himself up pretty much because he knew Tiffany was going through postpartum as from what we can tell. I don't know if they actually said that, but from what we can tell, that's what's going on. Because he did mention that, you know, the baby was too much for her, but he thought she was doing better and he thought he was doing everything right and it still wasn't enough. So yeah, and Issa is comforting Derek and says to him, you know, she talks about him gaining pregnancy, I mean, pregnancy weight. And then she says to him, you know, Derek, Nobody's perfect, and we're all just trying to figure it out, which is a really real statement. And we see Molly give Issa this look while Issa's talking. What do you think Issa... I mean, what do you think Molly's thinking at this time while she's looking at Issa? Like, what do you think that look on her face was about? I think they hear themselves describing their own relationship and their own situation, right? Like, I think Mm -hmm. the conversation that Issa and Derek are having is is what is the double entendre is that the phrase or it's 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 yeah they're discussing Derek and Tiffany but they're also discussing Issa and Molly and it's mm-hmm. it's just another moment that shows like it's always some shit right that will bring people back together sometimes right like <sighs> I don't know so can I just say that that moment for me was kind of like a flashback to season one because we remember Issa and Molly were going through it in season one too right like in the final episode um and when molly decides to take Issa back to la to go and talk to lawrence in the car you know molly asked Issa what she's you know what she's going to say to lawrence and Issa pretty much says like you know i'm sorry i hurt you you're my best friend you're my body <laughs> yes. like she's really talking to you know molly but it could go either way and, until she got to the body goals part but you know yeah. um, i also just want to point yeah, out that so. scene also to me showed in the same way that it was Derek talking about his relationship with Tiffany it also and 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 
but also Issa and Molly, it shows that like it shows the outcome of when there's a problem between two people and one person tries to solve it on their own versus talking mm. to the other person. Because I think Derek was also explaining that like I knew that there was a problem, but versus talking to my wife about it and working through it together, I was trying to like solve it on my own. And I think it was also mm. like I think that was also hitting Issa and Molly because both of them, while they may have at various moments tried to address the situation. Uh, ultimately decided to like handle it in ways that were beneficial to them without discussing it to the other person. So to me, it was also like just showing like what happens when you don't talk to somebody else about the situation that involves them. Yes. You know, I say that all the time when I'm watching like, <laughs> this is off brand, I mean off topic, but when I'm watching uh, like movies like suspense thrillers and, and all of that type of shit, mm-hmm. when like the whole family is going through something, but they're not talking to each other, you know, or the dad has these secrets and he's not telling the rest of the family, you essentially put us in more danger by not being honest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, you know, so we can all figure this out together so we can work through this together. But yes, that's what, yes, you're right. Talk to that person. You cannot figure it out by yourself because y'all are going through it together. Unless you're just going to end it. You can always decide how you want to move forward with somebody in your own life. And if you and if it's a rat, you don't need to discuss it with them. But if you're trying to work something out, come to some sort of solution that requires both of you to still be involved. Right. It only makes so sense. Y'all need to work it. <laughs> Talk it out. Right. Okay. So, yeah. So, then uh, Kelly. Yes. Kelly finds. Kelly has been calling hotels trying to find uh, Tiffany. Oh, but also, can we just talk really quick about the dude that was like... <laughs> That told Kelly she was his inner black woman. Ah! I was so weak. I was like, this is not, I was like, this is not even the time. But I was so weak. But anyway, so Kelly's on the phone with some hotels because they realized that Tiffany has gone to a hotel at this point. And Kelly finally finds her. Kelly needs to get off the bus because, well, they all need to get off the bus because the hotel is right there. And the bus driver is it's being a bus driver. Like, if you've ever been on a city bus, you do not get to create your own stops. I'm sorry. Like, as much as we want to, as much as you could just drop us off right here at this 7-Eleven, typically they do not alter from their route. Like, it has been very <laughs> nah, rare. Nah, you don't take the bus. Aaron, don't be speaking like you take... Look. Look. Oh, I'm ta- oh, hold on. I've taken the bus. They, I mean, typically they do not alter their routes. There they are may rules do. It depends on the bus. to those... To that, to that. Mm-hmm. What up? What is it? What is it? I'm not. Look, I just want y'all to tune in next week because this is, this is, this is for my. I was under my skin. Okay, I got a hole under my skin oh, for this. Oh God! Yes. And the bus okay. fucking driver. And oh shit! <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> Kelly presses. Kelly presses. Yes. Kelly presses the stop button and they all get off the bus because they are stopped at a light, which I mean, at that point, he was just kind of being an ass like, dude, just open the door and let us off. Like mm-hmm. we at a light, you know. So um, so they're as they're walking up the sidewalk back to the hotel, they are stopped by the police because the bus driver has uh, stopped, asked the police to stop them and told them that they, you know, did something on his bus. The white guy who told Kelly that she's his uh, inner black woman is like she he, and she was very abusive to him, or aggressive to him, being a Karen. He out there being a Karen, sir. That's not an inner black woman. Let me just tell you because we mind our fucking business and we wouldn't be telling the police that she did anything to the bus driver. But whatever. So the, the police are and, uh, the police are questioning them or I don't know trying to stop them. And Molly steps in and uses her lawyer skills and was she like, sure. is there reason that you are yes she did is there a reason that you're questioning us and not them and that police officer said nope not me not tonight everybody go home because he (laughs) knew he did not want his face plastered all over the web as a racist cop so if that wasn't a time (sighs) scene in terms of what's going on immediately right now like Listen. I just knew that was going to go. Or I just, I could see that going. I thought it was going <laughs> left. Yep, I did too. Oh my God, I was so worried about that. But it's because of the... It's a comedy. It's because it's real. It's real, right. But it's a comedy, but it's a comedy so it's thank God. So far, yeah, yeah. Yes, because remember when Lawrence got pulled over? It was the same thing, though. And the, and the cop, like, made the joke about the uh, the Hoyas and v- Villanueva, or whatever the school yes, was. Yes. Villanova. And he said, we beat the shit out of you guys last year. And Lawrence was like, yeah, you did. Like... <laughs> Yeah, and we ain't just talking about basketball. But okay. So the the cops let them go. Kelly Damn, tells everybody, fuck you. That. 
You did? No. Oh man, yeah. Like, listen, I you know that's my favorite. That's that in my favorite episode it. too. Season two was just really good for me. I'm gonna just say that season two is my shit. But anyway, I'm off track. So <laughs> Kelly says, "Fuck you to everybody out there." Tells the cop, "Thank you for your service." <laughs> week or whatever she said and so they go to the hotel they find out what room tiffany is in and they're all walking down the hallway oh this moment they're, they're walking down the hallway and but Derek is the only one who goes up to the door and knocks and he's like babe it's me and we see tiffany open the door with no weaving her natural curly wet amanda seals we see you and you know she just says I'm sorry. Like she, she didn't know what else to do and they hug and we're all just like feeling emotional, 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 Emily. I, you know, even though I don't know where I thought that scene was going to go. I don't know if I thought it was going to be a deeper conversation or if they was going to give that more time. But I mean, you know, I will say, yes, that was a, I thought that whole scene, Derek and Tiffany, Amanda and Wade played the hell out of that scene okay i felt it i believed it Derek is a good man that's what that's all i wrote Derek down too i was like Derek is, Derek, a good is man. A good man. Derek is a good man <sighs> that to me was a good display of what it means to truly be in love with someone to put their needs above your own because instead of him allowing any potential anger or fear or any of that stuff that he was feeling to like get in the way or lead the way he was only concerned about making sure that she was okay like let's like even if we decide to address that we can address that later on right now my goal was to find you and make sure that you're okay and so i did that scene was just mm. yeah yeah it was good and Derek, you're right Derek is definitely mm. a good man i so appreciated that so we, this as we then oh no. i'm sorry we, we talk used... about things that make me not want to get in a relationship that scene i mean it still doesn't make me want Aww. to but But it made me go like, oh, I could see uh, that is a benefit. That is a benefit. Bloop, bloop, bloop. Okay. Well, we move into the next scene. It is the next day. And we start the scene off with Molly and Andrew. Molly is at Andrew's and he's asking about how things went. uh, And she, you know, touches on things with Tiffany. And then we see Andrew kind of gets quiet. He says he doesn't, you know, he doesn't really want to talk about things right then. But Molly being Molly wants to go ahead and talk about it. And trigger, trigger. <laughs> I just trigger. Uh, I mean, I'm freshman year, us getting on the HRT, me seeking out. We went to church and then we left church early and got on the HRT. Oh, me going after somebody not wanting to talk about something and somebody pushing for it. I was triggered by that whole like I knew what was going to happen when <laughs> I knew where that was going to go when that happened. Like if you just. Yeah, I think we all knew where that was going to go. I think we all knew <laughs> where that was going to go. But one of the, the biggest thing that I took from that scene or the thing that stood out the most to me from that scene because we all knew that they were going to break up but it was when Andrew asked Molly what are you fighting for right now like do you really even want like basically to me do you even want this like what you fighting for like are you fighting for this relationship or are you fighting for your own selfish reasons like are you just do you just not want to lose and I felt that shit so I mean I've been asked that question before back in the day back in my undergrad days uh, when I was dealing with somebody and she asked me like what are you fighting for and at the time what did I say I still can't remember what I said I think I don't know probably something in the moment probably an in the moment um, <laughs> answer but when I think when I think back to that like what was I fighting for like that won't that wasn't nothing real like I was but I mean in that moment when you're in those moments and I mean me just being honest when your ego doesn't want to lose you fight for it because you feel like nah nah i'm not i'm not losing out on this or no i didn't put in all this work for nothing whatever how many times do you think in those moments like is there even a a possibility that the relationship like that the direction that we think that they're going in could make a u-turn like by the time you get to that point and you ask that person that question is there an answer that could be given that that stops the relationship from ending Ooh, um it depends on what the person that asked is looking for, you know, like, I mean, if they st- like if the person that asked that asked that question, they still have to want something from you in order for a certain answer to make them stay, you know, but if they don't want the relationship anymore, then nothing that you say is going to make it different. 
But I do think that still an, an honest answer is required there. You know, like, what what are you fighting for? And if it's because, you know, you really do feel like you're in love with me and you really feel like this is something that has a future, then okay, I you know, I might consider that. If I feel the same way, though. Okay, think about but the yeah, moments but, okay. where it's happened to you. Was there any moment where where it ultimately wasn't going to end? Wait, say that again? Think about the moments where you said, you said you've been in that situation, potentially. Like, you said you've been in that situation oh, okay. before where that question has been asked to you. Mm-hmm. In those moments, were there opportunities for, were there still opportunities for the outcome to go either way? Like legitimate moments where, where in that moment, it could go either way. I wasn't like, nah, it was, it was over by that point. Oh, I think it was over by that point. Yeah. I don't think it could have, because at that, at that point it had been too much. It was too much bad blood. So it was just, it was a tortilla. That's a wrap. No, it's a fajita. That's a wrap. What? <laughs> Sorry. I also got that from Insecure when Kelly met Sweetie. He said, when I met you, it was a feed. That's a wrap. Get you <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Oh, I'm having a corny moment, but anyway. Uh, okay. But yeah, so. Let me tell you what I thought about that scene, uh, or at least what I wrote okay. down. I said, when Molly tried to, I think, you know, before he asked her that question, Molly was in defense mode, like a defense attorney or something. Like she was trying to mm-hmm. save her relationship, save her ass. And she tried to use the argument that like neither one of us have been in a relationship this long. And like, this is the first time we've even gotten to this point. And he said, yeah, but it shouldn't be this hard. Like that is a true statement. Yes. Right? Like, there's a difference between bumps in the road, challenges, you know, no two people are alike. So we're going to not necessarily always agree at every moment. So how, you know, how we manage those are, is, 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 is important, but it shouldn't be this hard. I thought that was a true statement. And to me, that was another moment of like what appeared to be like a genuine response that just was an indicator of it's over. Like there are sometimes you can respond yeah. to things that try to still create the, the still try to be nice, still try to leave possibility or whatever. And then there are just responses that sometimes just come from the hip, right? Like it just is what it is. And that just felt like another moment where that was true. Right. When she said, what are you fighting for? I was like, Hmm, that is a good question. Yeah. I don't believe I've ever asked, been asked that question, but I do think that that is an important question to ask. And I have probably asked myself similar, a similar question after the fact, right, in trying to debrief the relationship. Uh, and then also, oh, Molly, um, there were two things I wrote. Okay, the last two things I wrote were, just because the relationship ends doesn't mean you've lost. And I just wanted to make to make a note of that. One, I had to say that to myself, but also I realized, or I thought if I had to say that to myself, someone else needs to hear that too. Like, just because the relationship ends doesn't mean you've lost. And that speaks to the part where you, that also goes to the point where you said it was ego in your response. I think that's natural mm-hmm. for many people, right? Like I may not have been asked that question before, but I know that I've been in situations where my response or the question that I've been asked, I'm responding in a way that like is ego driven. And that's because you don't want to lose. You don't want to lose the argument. You don't want to, you don't want to let someone else get the upper hand in whatever type of way. But just because the relationship ends doesn't mean you've lost and then the last thing I wrote, you know, I've been so excited by this season because of its focus on relationships. And I think for Molly, one of the things that this was doing for her, like one of the reasons why she was fighting for this with Andrew so much is because Molly put her relationship on the chopping block for this relationship. Like she was willing to mm. to put her relationship with Issa on the chopping block, right? Set those boundaries mm-hmm. that were ultimately detrimental mm-hmm. to her relationship with Issa for the success for this relationship of what she thought was, you know, so true. I didn't even think so about it like that. When see, that's why your I should have watched it a second time. Cause it was on the no. second time that I watched it. <laughs> that that hit me. And I was like, huh? Like I could see you not I, ego. Yes. But it's also ego driven, not because you don't want to lose, but because you were willing, you just threw something to the wayside, right? Like, damn near like it was nothing as soon as you found something that was real to you that you were that you yeah that was new and true and 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 new to you like (sighs) and i think that was hurtful that was hurtful i mean i can see how it would be so okay that's all i got okay so we jump from andrew and molly and we're now at Issa's house we see her open the door and it's lawrence we see them hug we see them kiss and we see this really solemn look on lawrence's face And in the beginning, I'm just going to be honest. Like, I thought that maybe it was something about Derek and Tiffany. 
I was not expecting for nope. him to say Condola came over last night. Nope, I knew he. Ah, uh, <laughs> there was nothing about that entrance. There was nothing about that initial face. The setup was not made for Tiffany and Derek's storyline. That was a wrap. I mean, clearly, <laughs> clearly. And so when he says to Issa that Condola came over last night, she wanted to talk, and Issa's like, "Okay, and like." What happened? And, and I'm thinking, I'm, I'm thinking he about to say they had sex or something, but mm. he he lets us know that Canola Oil then got herself pregnant. No, let me stop. <laughs> he lets us know <laughs> that Condola is pregnant, and Woo, boom, the shit. Out I of for Issa. one, and I am devastated. I had to pause it for a second, but I will say, even though I have not gone back to watch this episode, I did love the the way that they shot that scene. I thought it was really dope, like the back and forth, like questions that Issa was asking. We see answer between the conversation with Condola and Lawrence. Questions that, you know, Lawrence was asking. Uh, we see the answers, you know, in the conversation between him and Issa. Yeah, I agree. Like that that was a that was, to me was a good display of how we've been saying this all season that Issa and Lawrence mesh well together, although I'm, um, you know, whatever. Issa and Lawrence mesh well together. So what we were seeing was Issa's real-time experience or real-time responses at the same time that we were seeing Lawrence's real-time responses and and they were both the same. They were both like, "Huh? What the fuck?" Yeah. So, yeah. And it was <sighs> definitely a what the fuck moment. Uh I don't know, you know. I'm I, I was a little disappointed in Lawrence for asking, "Is it mine?" Because I just did not take Lawrence as that type of dude. But I mean, not saying that I can't understand it. I just don't like it. But I am. I am trying not to be. A, I feel some type of way toward Condola. And let me tell you, since then, you know, and I don't even feel bad for what I'm about to say because the uh, the comments that I've seen about Condola. <laughs> I realized that it's not just me who was feeling this way about Condola, that people are upset about Condola being pregnant. But Condola, I just, I feel some type of way and I, I don't necessarily want to use the word trap, but why, <laughs> why are you deciding to keep this baby, the, the one that you're having with Lawrence and not the one that you was having with your husband, your you whole husband, so... your whole husband, <laughs> your whole husband. I will say it again. Your whole husband. You and Lawrence are not together. And I'm probably just in my feelings. Like, yes, I'm just in my feelings. Like, of course, I wanted Issa and Lawrence to work out with not this drama. It seemed like they were doing Who good. They were getting their shit uh-huh. on track. <laughs> who hurt me? Not this you to- You're right. <laughs> uh, who hurt us? You want to know who hurt yeah. us? <laughs> Fucking Melanie and Derwin. Because why are we going through this again? I went through this shit with the game. And, I, and although Insecure is nowhere near as cheap as the game was. Insecure is not even cheap. I'm not even going to put that word with Insecure. <laughs> the game was cheap. But it was entertaining. It was cheap entertaining. Entertainment. But I had to go through Melanie and Derwin having that baby. Derwin having that baby with fuck ass Janae. See, it's something about that girl Gabrielle Dennis being in. <laughs> Hell yeah! I was immediately. Me- I text down Ashley to the for scene. y'all. I text Ashley, and that was one of the first. Like that was one of my first thoughts was Melanie and Derwin. Oh my god, Melanie and Derwin. Oh, I text. When did I text you? I said Ooh. motherfucker. Like I was <laughs> upset, and I knew. And when you told me you was only halfway through, I couldn't talk about it. But I was fuck. You did. Woo. Oh, when I tell you I was pissed, I y'all, got it. I'm as still soon as it pissed. Came to like, it, I was like, oh, this is. I was like, oh, this is why I actually upset. <laughs> oh, upset because I just knew, and they didn't talk about moving and all that other stuff. Anyway, um, uh. I mean, listen, insecure time and time again shows us like real shit. You know, sometimes we go through this stuff. People actually go through these things. So, uh, you know what? I had to, uh, Gabrielle Wade and Dwayne Wade. Yeah, Gabrielle Union and Dwayne Wade. Like, he had a baby outside. Like, they broke up. He had a baby. But they still good. They still together. Like, where is that baby? Is that baby Zaya? No. Or is that, that's another, okay, that's a young, (laughs) That's Gabrielle Union's baby. No, no, no. I'm talking about the baby Dwayne Wade had. Oh, no. I think that baby's with the mom. I think that baby's with the mom. Oh, okay. I don't know. That's none of my business. It's not right. But I mean, but I'm just saying like that is real life. Like those are real people. They ain't no TV show. Like it's real life. It is real life. um, Just like when Issa said when her and Lawrence were trying to when they were discussing it and it was sort of a somber moment and you could just see Issa. She was trying to process in the same emotional state that she was Mm -hmm. at the end of Mm -hmm. episode nine or eight with uh, with Molly Molly, right at that moment. Right. Mm -hmm. Like it was almost in that same sort of like it was just another gut punch to Issa. And when she said, fuck, it was like she just didn't know what to say except fuck. Like, I felt that. Right. 
I just, right. I, I felt that in that moment, like, damn, like, damn, <sighs> Molly gut punch. What's going on with Tiffany? Gut punch. Yeah. Right? Like, and then you about to be a Charlie gonna... nigga gut punch. And now you got this, uh, like, and we all, if we're mindful of this, like this has all been happening in the matter of a few short years, right? Like these four seasons. So this past few of... months have only been a few months, like. Right. I really need for Insecure to tell us a timeline, but okay. <laughs> like, just, I mean, let me know. How long had East and Lawrence been broke up and now they're back together? Like, <sighs> anyway, so that's pretty, okay. So it's within two years. We see, it's been like at least two years. Yeah, because the first season, right, that Molly took her to her birthday for her 29th, and then her 30th didn't happen until last season. Oh, okay. 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 So yeah, it might be a that. year and a half, two years. Okay. Yeah. I'll fig- you know, I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to have to go back and just watch it all over again, except with the exception of season four, uh, episode 10. <laughs> so anyway, so we see Lawrence and Issa, and they, we don't know where things are going to go. Lawrence does tell Issa, I want to be with you. Like, he tells her, I want to be with you. But Issa looks like she just doesn't know how she's going to handle this. So we, we, I don't think we see Lawrence leave. So we see her on the balcony. She's smoking, just trying to get her mind together. And sometimes th- all you can do is put one in the air. That uh, hey, hey, nothing to do or say. Hey, <laughs> put your lighters up. Ain't that the song? Just <laughs> no. I would see. I would. I would have referenced "Get 'Em High." Hey, hey, the Kanye West song. Okay, no. never mind. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, as did the you just reference Kanye West? Oh. Uh, it it was pre-slavery was a choice. I don't. <laughs> I will never quote him after. I don't even know what songs he's put in, out after that. So yes. <laughs> anyway, um, the episode ends is ending, and we see Issa walking up to that Ethiopian restaurant, and then right there, I already knew who she was going to see. You know, we saw that in the previews. Um, last week after they, you know, after the episode nine and we mm-hmm. saw the previews and Issa walking up, somebody at the end. But when I seen this, the Ethiopian spot, I already knew it was going to be Molly ass. Uh, Molly says, thanks for coming, you know, and Issa says, I'm glad you called. Issa sits down. Thank and- you to the writers for writing that. I'm so glad Issa didn't say me too. Like, ugh, Lord. Ah! <laughs> right. Yeah, me too. Now, look. So Issa sits down and we don't hear anything that they're saying, but we do see them chopping it up. And now we know that we just have to prepare ourselves for season five and what it's going to be. And Issa, whatever you decide, man, I just, I'm with I you. I thought she way. ended it. See, I thought it was way. a wrap. I thought they, I thought that they ended it with it being over. Like I really did. Is that what you, why did you think that? Why do you think that? No. Do you think they broke up? I thought Issa. I got to watch it. I'm gonna have to now. I'm gonna really that have was, to watch that it was again. my like insinuation was that Issa like this was too much like this is too much this is like yeah she said that like I don't know I just that was sort of my takeaway hmm. and everyone who think and I'm just gonna before, before we also end this it's like those who have this sort of negative view of Condola and they just put all these sort of manipulative vindictive like ideas out there as to why Condola is deciding to keep this baby I didn't get that. I also didn't understand. I, I also you. didn't understand. I, I also, for some reason, didn't connect that Condola was pregnant before with her husband. More so, I just thought that she didn't wasn't ready to have a baby with her husband. But okay, if she was pregnant before and got an abortion, I still think that 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 to me is an indic- another reason as to why now that she's pregnant again, she wouldn't want to have an abortion. Like, Listen, I just didn't I mean, take all these vindictive things. Like she was, she she's just like it's all it's to spite Issa. Like really. And we as a community are hurt. The people that are lashing out <laughs> toward Condola are hurt, okay? A because whole we are baby? Team Issa and Lawrence. <laughs> Fuck that baby. Fuck that. <laughs> as, as Yvonne Orgy says, a whole baby? <laughs> Fuck Condola. Just Fuck that baby. Spite. Even though I hope it comes out <laughs> healthy, happy and healthy. Fuck that baby. Um, no. No, it was supposed to be Issa and Lawrence. We were finally getting, even though for a while, I wasn't even rooting for them to get back together. I never even thought about it. But when I saw them this season, episode eight, I didn't, I mean, I was in season two and season three. I didn't care if they got back together or not. But when I saw them this season, and more so again, episode Mm -hmm. eight, like that connection, I was all for it. I was all for it. I feel like you've been low key rooting for them to get back together. Nah, I mean, I wanted her with Daniel, remember? I like Daniel. I was a Daniel fan. And when she, in episode two, I mean, I mean, in season two, 
episode four when her and uh, Daniel like had hooked back up and started messing around again. Like I was all for that because I thought maybe they could be something. But I was wrong about that too. I'm wrong about so much shit. I just. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm projecting. Anyway. You made so... it for 10 years. So you write about something. So anyway, <laughs> we're going to go ahead and that will end Insecure season four. Oh, that's my neighbor. My neighbors are vacuuming. I'm like, what the hell is that <laughs> And it better not be in the background. No, it was the neighbor. So, like, yeah. So that's, <laughs> so, that's going to wrap up this week's mini-sode. I mean, as you can see, I am triggered, scarred, and still hurt by it. At some point, I will go back and watch that again. I don't know if I can watch it right now. But I'm going to try. Um, yeah, guys. So, you thank you so like much. You just don't like the way HBO ends their series, do you? Ends their shows, do you? They're I like know you were talking Thrones. about Game of Thrones because that was some straight <laughs> bullshit. Now, I'm not saying that this this finale wasn't good. Oh, it was good. Like, in, in the big scheme, the big picture, that was a great-ass finale. I'm just hurt at what happened in the finale. For your Game personal real-life feelings. Was, it was for my personal real-life feelings. <laughs> yes, projecting and shit. But Game of Thrones, straight trash. <laughs> straight trash. And I'll tell all of them to their face if I ever see them. Trash. Y'all knew it was. But whatever. All right, guys. Well, that's going to end our mini-sode this week. We so appreciate you guys for joining us again and listening and going along with our crazy antics. And remember, if you want to reach Wait, out to us... Wait, that was a good episode. Uh, Let me just say, too. Yes, one more time. It was a really good episode. I'm really going to have... That whole se- that whole season is, is, is a good little... It's a good 10 episodes to watch again. Like, I can't wait to go back and watch it. And the last three episodes again... Oh, might I just add? Maybe I'll just save that for reflections. But I'll say it now to, just in case I forget. I really liked Molly's hair in episode 10. For some reason, I feel like that's where the good... Anyway... I mean, her hair was... I, I liked her hair this season. Except for when they, when her and Andrew were in Mexico. I don't think I could do that. <laughs> I don't think I... Yeah, nah. She could have kept that. That way. But man. anyway, yes. <laughs> well, guys, if you want to share your views of episode 10, uh, season 4, episode 10, and let us know how you feel about everything, Molly, Andrew, Tiffany, Derek, Canola, uh, Lawrence, Issa, <laughs> let us know. Nathan. You can find us... Oh, and Nathan Lord. Yeah, nope. You can find us on Instagram at a perspective underscore underscore. You can email us a perspective no e at the end at gmail.com or you can find us on Facebook, A Perspective with Aaron and Ashley. And make sure that you tell five people and tell them to tell five people as well. We genuinely appreciate the support that you all give us and are grateful for you all telling five people and telling them to tell five people who probably tell five people to tell five people. So Thank you to those five people. And yeah, thank you. Yes. Thank you, guys. And remember, if you change your perspective, you can change your outcome. A. Bye. Da, da, da. Fuck Condola. No. Put it in there. <laughs>